it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. Thanks once again for joining us. This week we speak with returning guest Ron McCallum. You might remember a couple of years ago we spoke with Ron at the release of his book, Born at the Right Time. That's his autobiography and it's available on iBooks and I think it's available on Amazon as well. So if you want to read it accessibly, it's certainly available. It may well be available in the Vision Australia Library as well. I would encourage you to have a look. Born at the Right Time, the story of Ron McCallum. Ron recently retired from the Disability Royal Commission. You'll have heard about the Commission on many episodes of New Horizons, and uh, you're bound to have heard of it from other places as well. Ron joins me now. Ron, welcome back to the program, and thanks for joining us. It's lovely to be back, Vaughan. Just uh, for people who haven't heard of you, give us a bit of a rundown of your background, and uh, you've had a fairly illustrious career in law over the last oh, however many years. Yes, I've been born blind for the last uh, almost 73 years. I've lived on the planet. I was one of the premature births in the late 1940s, which caused the loss of my sight, technically known as retrolental fibroplasia or repinopathy of prematurity. I went to blind schools and then to an ordinary high school, then to university where I studied law, and I became interested in employment law. I would love to have been a barrister, but in those days, I'm talking about 1971, I would saw that the other side would uh, shower me with documents that I couldn't read easily. So I decided to become an academic and teach law. How would I get a job? Well, I ended up becoming a Commonwealth scholar and went to Canada and studied labour law at a postgraduate level came back and taught at Monash University in Melbourne for about 20 years. Then I took up a professorship at the University of Sydney in labour law. I believe I was the first blind, totally blind person to be precise, um, who was appointed to a full professorship in any Australian or New Zealand university in any field. I became dean of the Sydney University Law School from 2002 to 2007. Then I retired. I ended up being elected as an, as an inaugural member of the United Nations Committee on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities. I chaired that committee for three years and served on it for six. And uh, since then, I've been working on the Administrative Appeals Tribunal, hearing appeals under the NDIS scheme in Social Security. And for the last two years, I've been working at the Disability Royal Commission. You felt that at the time when you finished university, you were considering becoming a barrister, that reading documents would have been the biggest hurdle for you. Are you aware of whether there were across the world any blind barristers at that time? There were some uh, blind barristers. Um, one was um, a solicitor working uh, in workers' compensation in Melbourne who just retired. There were a number of blind barristers, um, and but mainly they were solicitors. But it seemed to me that I could see uh, the other side pushing documents at me, mm. particularly in employment law contracts and other documents. 
And perhaps I was lucky that I was, you know, around the top of the law class and that an academic career was open to me when I got a, a scholarship. I've practiced law since in two big firms, one now called Ashurst and the other called HWL Ebsworth. So I've had my, my share of practice. Uh, when I ran out of money for children's education, I went into practice three days a week and university two days a week. That was a good education, actually. I'm particularly interested in the Disability Royal Commission. It's been talked about significantly over the last few years, and I guess it's really set up, as I understand it, to look into uh, the past and to develop strategies um, for better inclusion and and I guess to get a better deal for people with a disability. Is that right? I think that's that's a fair comment, Vaughan. The terms of reference are very wide. They're looking at violence, abuse, neglect and exploitation of we persons with disabilities. I call the terms of reference Disability Australia because they really cover most of the activities of life involving we persons with disabilities. So at some point, towards the end of the Royal Commission, the commissioners are going to have to make choices as to what they focus upon. Um, It's taught me, I think, that the people with disabilities who are really in great need are my sisters and brothers with cognitive disabilities and particularly First Nations people with disabilities. If uh, you are a person with cognitive disabilities and you get caught up in the justice system, you can run into all sorts of problems. I think also that um, persons with cognitive disabilities get caught up in our guardianship. Um, I think that we need to think also about persons uh, in supported housing and their difficulties. I think persons like you and me... um, we really may not get a huge amount out of the Royal Commission in the sense that we're able to lead our ordinary lives and some of us have the advantage of the NDIS. But it's the people who get caught up in the whole systems and the bureaucratic systems that I think are the ones that will earn a great deal from the Royal Commission. Mm. Are you able to talk us through some of the highlights of your time at the at the Commission? Because uh, you retired fairly recently, I understand. Yes, uh, I retired uh, at the end of August, so very recently. I was brought on by the chair, retired Justice Ronald Sackville, who asked would I join his staff and work particularly with him and the other commissioners. And I ended up being a lawyer and writing two big reports. The first report was on Australia's level of compliance with the UN Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities. And I argued in that long report that there were many areas where we were falling short. And my second report was looking at the Federal Disability Discrimination Act of 1992. It's very much, in my view, an out-of-date statute. It doesn't give we persons with disabilities enough protection from discriminatory and related um, situations. And so I wrote a very long report with a colleague who was my assistant, Fiona Granny, 
of about 245 pages and 1174 footnotes. I also was involved in the first hearing in relation to employment, and I've spent time with the commissioners and also particularly uh, looking at the effects of COVID-19 on we persons with disabilities. And I suppose the highlight for me, I wasn't directly involved in the hearing, but hearing number five into COVID, where the Royal Commission made its first tranche of recommendations, particularly making it clear that the government, that's the federal government, had failed in organising the vaccination of persons with disabilities in care homes, etc., that there had been insufficient consultation in the whole area of COVID-19 with persons with disabilities and their organisations. And I think they were, were very important uh, recommendations. The uh, hearings are still continuing. The Commission has still another couple of years or so to run. I guess you'll be watching it uh, even though you're retired. You'll still be keeping an interest? Oh, absolutely. Uh, anyone can watch or listen to the hearings on the internet. Um, www.disability.royalcommission.gov.au and uh, many of us listen or watch on the internet. Um, uh, we've been given an extra two years, or the Royal Commission has, because of COVID. We have offices in Brisbane, Sydney, Canberra, Melbourne, Adelaide, and just to keep everyone running together, we couldn't travel between different offices. And the last lot of hearings have been held um, on Zoom. Um, while we would prefer public hearings, many people with disability uh, are vulnerable and we haven't been able to do that. Even it's been difficult for commissioners. Commissioner Rhonda Galbally hasn't been able to travel from Melbourne. So we hope that we will be able to do more hearings. And another area that I think the Royal Commission has been doing well has been in private sessions. Um, private sessions were introduced during the Child uh, Sexual Exploitation Royal Commission. And uh, many of the commissioners or a number of the commissioners have been conducting private sessions. That is people who... Um, wouldn't be appearing in the hearings, but still wanted to tell their story and make their views plain. I, I should add, Vaughan, that in writing my papers, particularly the one on the Disability Discrimination Act, not only was our job to have regard to the law, but to the submissions made to the Royal Commission and to responses to issues papers issued by the Royal Commission. And I found those submissions... Um, quite educational in explaining to me what persons with disabilities thought, um, why they felt that the Disability Discrimination Act hadn't helped them, why they found the legal process is not helpful. Uh, some argued that some of the state statutes were better. So the, the Royal Commission has not only been informed by hearings and by private sessions, but by submissions and by responses to issues papers. And that, I think, has been all to the good. Ron, you've left the uh, the Royal Commission now. You've retired, I guess, for the second time. Are you thinking of another career over the next few years? No, look, I, I've had a few health problems 
and I want to keep fit. We're expecting our first, well, my, our daughter-in-law is expecting our first grandchild in February, so I want to uh, be around for that. Actually, um, we're having a granddaughter. This young one seemed to know shortly after conception, it seems to me, the sex of the child. It's quite extraordinary. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, reading a few novels um, and keeping abreast of what's happening in the Royal Commission. I'll be following it uh, very strongly. Uh, all the research papers are available on the website, and they're not only in PDF, but, of course, they're in Word for we uh, blind and vision Im impaired who prefer um, working in Word. Um, we, we have quite a number of people with disabilities working at the Royal Commission. There's one person with vision impairment, several deaf people, um, people in wheelchairs. We have two barristers in wheelchairs. And that's very important for the commissioners who aren't persons with disabilities to rub shoulders with and to work with we people with disability. I think lived experience is very important. And I would echo here that um, two of the commissioners have lived experience, Rhonda Galbally, whom I've mentioned before, and of course, Alastair McEwen, um, who was formerly the disability or a disability discrimination commissioner. Mm. Well, Ron, thanks very much for coming on the program and you've had a, a very long and uh, worthwhile career and uh, thanks for coming and discussing it with us. If you uh, want to read those papers, have a look at the Royal Commission website. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Vaughan. All the very best. And I'm sure that won't be the last time we hear from Ron McCallum. If you'd like to contact Blind Citizens Australia, you can call 1800 033 660. 1800 Au. I'd encourage you to have a look at the Blind Citizens Australia website to find out more about the work of Blind Citizens Australia, what they're up to and what they've been doing over the last few years. There's plenty of information there. And uh, as I understand it, the next edition of Blind Citizens News is uh, coming out very shortly. So look for that one. That's Blind Citizens Australia's uh, quarterly news magazine. I'm Vaughan Benison. Thanks once again for your company. See you next week. We'll achieve the realisation of a dream of our dreams.